18 minutes it is before 9 p.m. We're under the microscope this evening and uh, we shine a spotlight on uh, South Africa's vaccine strategy, which uh, continues to be debated by all and sundry. And uh, big questions around our preparedness, uh, distribution, procurement, uh, and of course, uh, I guess, uh, the hovering debates around uh, natural uh, herd immunity. And I'm joined on the line to uh, talk about I guess some of the financing aspects uh, of uh, the uh, public sector response uh, by uh, uh, the Director General at the National Treasury, Dondo Mukhajani. DG, good evening to you and welcome. Good evening, everyone, and thank you. Thank you very much, and thanks. And good evening to the listeners. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for taking time out to speak to us. Certainly, a lot coming out over the last few days or so uh, from the National Treasury, and uh, we certainly thought it uh, not only proper, but uh, I guess the best thing to do today to uh, speak to you. Uh, around some of these issues and uh, I want to maybe start off I guess on this point of uh, centralized procurement. Uh, We certainly have learned a lesson during the PPE uh, moment around what could potentially happen uh, in a sort of pandemic or a wartime situation where where people undertake all manner of things to try and fleece the system. Uh, But talk to me about how I guess this idea of centralized procurement is going to unfold uh, and what in the eyes of the public would make this fundamentally different. Look, uh, at the end of the day, for for for, mm-hmm. for uh, any deviation needed, and sure. we've done that, so uh, we don't want to be holding anything up. Uh, we we are we are on we are good to go as soon as the mm-hmm. vaccine rollout begins. It's yeah. interesting you make that comment, DG, that you know you don't want to be holding anything up because uh, you know if anybody uh, read what came out of the financial mail on the weekend, uh, an impression being created that I guess you know a lot of the delays in having a very clear story around South Africa's vaccine strategy, having to do with uh, the sort of conservative and risk-averse nature of the National Treasury, which felt that we didn't need a massive vaccination program, we could tap into herd immunity. What do you make of uh, those reports? I I assume you would certainly have seen some of those. No, we'll clear that. We'll clear that. uh, We we are in discussion with financial aid. We've got an opportunity to clear that in the next uh, publication. We'll do that. But 700 words that you've agreed to put up our own version and including what has what happened. They only gave you yeah. 700? No, no, for now. Look, okay. we'll keep on talking. This is part of the, this conversation to actually make this very clear. We are also talking to our counterparts at Health, my counterpart and, and various other deputy director generals there, mm. um, to, to, to actually refute and to put it in context. What are we saying? I mean... We are not risk-averse to a point where we actually spy our own five spaces and, and kill our own population insofar as this vaccine and then the rollout and the funding, etc. is concerned. Mm. No, I, I refuse that, uh, you know, and I'm saying for us, we will remain, you know, there's no anyway, whether it's a company or whether your own household, anyone who's responsible for money will not be looked at in a good possible way. So... Yes, we will look at what we have to look at. We are not going to be uh, reckless in the way we manage public finances. And we will ask questions. There will be uncomfortable questions sometimes. But it will also be practical in the way that we have to uh, fund programs of government, including mm-hmm. this vaccine. You'll have heard me saying, and then again, going back to uh, you know what, 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 is, what you mentioned at the beginning, that we've been talking a lot this couple of days, the issue about the funding of this vaccine. We said, and then you can ask if I'm risk averse, I'm saying we will fund this. It's a public good. Mm, we'll do mm. anything possible to make sure that we fund this. We'll make sure that uh, if it means cutting or making reprioritization of budgets further to make 
the provision for this vaccine process will do that. If it means, and I said this, and it's not captured very well by this article in the business day today, mm. if it means going further, increasing the deficit, we'll do that. Sure. This sure. is the second option. The third option that I mentioned that was not obviously, that, that took the headlines today is that where possible, if it means looking at opportunities and options to increase taxes here and there, mm. we'll do that. All of these op- three options, reprioritization of budget, um, you know, increasing the deficit from 14.6 is high anyway. Mm. It's very mm. high, including taxes. All of the three options are not ideal. And I've seen and I've li- listened to colleagues, friends calling us, anyone saying that it can't be. But we all know that these are all bad options. But however, if this pandemic and it has to be treated as such, sure. the disaster, it has to be treated as such, we'll have to do anything possible to make sure that as government, you don't appear to be weak. Mm. We don't appear to be a non-caring government. Sure. We appear to be doing what we have to do at times when you are called for. And okay. this is exactly the time when you are called for action. And in that case, whether Treasury is risk-averse or not, it's another thing. We will act and we will act decisively. Okay. DJ, hold the line there for me for a second because I want to bring in Russell Rensberg, uh, who is the director of the Rural Health Advocacy Project. Uh, you certainly might... Uh, uh, Russell, good evening to you. Might uh, draw some encouragement from those remarks by the uh, DG, the, saying that this vaccine is a public good, and as a public good, we if it means we have to finance it by expanding our deficit or our borrowing requirements or even, I guess, uh, raise new taxes, then we'll certainly do that. What do you make of that? Look, I, I certainly agree. Um, anybody uh, rationally, the vaccine has mm. been going on for some time. Sure. I have some challenges with the current financing model. Not so much with the, co- the various contributions made by the different sectors, but more about how that will be governed. You know, because because not all of those donations can really fit neatly into um, what the Public Management Finance Act. Mm. And I think there might also be some issues as to why they couldn't pay that deposit related to the Public Finance Act, given that we did miss that opportunity to to to, to, to include it in the adjustments budget tabled in October. So yeah. I think we need. Just a little bit more upfront information around the processes that Treasury went into. What stopped them from making a financial commitment earlier? Was it because we didn't include it in the adjustments budget that we presented in October? And if we had included it in the adjustments budget in October, would we have been in a better position to mm-hmm. finalize um, vaccine negotiations? Sure. Okay. Right? Well, and I suppose that's Russell? what I'm saying. I think whether it's a public good or not, I think yeah. we're all pretty clear on that. Sure, sure. Russell, I think you make uh, you put forward a very important question there, and we'll certainly get uh, the DG to respond to that, uh, certainly about uh, uh, whether or not if we had sort of moved off the starting blocks a lot earlier uh, and factored this into the special adjustment budget, which uh, came through around June or so, uh, whether or not we might find ourselves in a different moment. We're going to take a brief break. When we come back, uh, we continue with uh, DG at the National Treasury, Dondo Mukherjani, and uh, Russell Rensberg from the Rural Health Advocacy Project. We also take some of your calls. Give us a ring. 089-110-3377. It's eight minutes now before 9 p.m. We're under the microscope and uh, I'm in conversation with Russell Rensberg and uh, Dondo Mohajane, uh, who are from the Rural Health Advocacy Project and the National Treasury, respectively. And uh, before we uh, get back to uh, the DG and uh, maybe respond, I guess, to, to that question there, let's first take Dumi, who's out uh, in Polokwane, who'd like to weigh in on our conversation and get some of his insights. Dumi, good evening to you and welcome. Good evening, sir. How are you? I'm well, thank you. And uh, thank you so much for asking. Please go ahead. My, my, my question is basically on, on two fronts. 
Yes, go ahead. Yes. Um, is, um, how exactly does the, um, the disease spread? Mm. Is it over just sanitizing and uh, the mask only, or is there another way that it spreads? Okay. To me. Great questions there. Thank you very much uh, for uh, posing those questions and doing so succinctly to me there in Polokwane. Uh, uh, DG, I'd, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to answer, I guess, some of the pharma, pharmacological or even the healthcare questions there. No, but, uh, ones, but Russell there's a can try. I, <laughs> yes, maybe Russell try. can try. But I, I think, DG, let me start off with you. I mean, the question that uh, 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 Russell was raising earlier. Had we... By the time of the special adjustment budget in June of 2020, already factored this into our budgetary planning. Would we be in a different sort of moment in terms of securing the supply of this vaccine? We, we would not be in any drawing money from the National Revenue Fund mm. and also inform the AG. So if any one of the suppliers tomorrow can say, yes, 10 million doses or 20 million doses, uh, we, before you can take delivery, we want you to pay. We will pay for it. But and then we'll obviously explain, justify the next appropriation and explain that in the budget in February because mm. we'll have treated as emergency. But the point that Russell is asking, question is asking that why didn't we make provision for that in, in October? And I can tell you, in October, we were not talking vaccines at all. No one, even the world, no one was ready to supply vaccines. It is only late in I mean, in November. Into, 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 into December that a vaccine uh, you know, con- was confirmed. That, that's when many other people started talking about uh, some types of vaccine. I may be wrong, but the reality here is that that's why in October we did not have any provision um, you know, for, 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 for this. And we, it was not that it's inanticipated, but the budget process is long. The health department obviously would have made provisions, I mean, uh, recommendations to us. We will not on our own just, you know, decide. The process is such that health will obviously come with a bid, will come to us, will make provision for that, and will most probably... But I'm saying it's important that we recognize that we would have in any way made sure that we pay for it if we have to get it. Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's where, that's where... So, so for me, uh, Rus- the Russell's question is important. But it would no, we would not have stopped ourselves sure. from paying for this okay. vaccine. DJ, L- yep. let me get Russell's response there, and uh, yeah. we'll come back to one of the questions that Dumi yeah. from Polokwane was okay. posing, which I think was a very important sort of localization and industrialization question. Russell? Look, mm. right? Mm. But mm. again, on the DG's point, I think vaccines were in discussion in September already. Um, the, the Ministry of Health set up a vaccine, um, a MAC or Ministerial Advisory Group in September. I know that there have been discussions with a lot of people because there was already some early insights into phase three results. And many of those only came out in December, yes, with the first vaccines being commercially available. But I don't think that the game started then, right? And also on the, the, the special emergency provisions, I think it would be good if the minister can maybe offline guide us to which those provisions were, because I certainly think they should have been invoked. I think otherwise I couldn't see any other reason mm. why the solidarity mm. fund would have paid for something in lieu of sure, the government sure. unable to be making that payment. Okay. So for Russell, me, there is yeah. some, some gray areas that we need to clarify. Mm. And then I think also now we've had the announcement that we're going to buy 1.5 million vaccines from the Serum Institute in India. And if those are financed out of 
out of out out of the fiscus, one would expect that that notice would come through now as well, mm. because now mm. for more than seven days since that announcement, I to my mind I didn't see any provision in the MTBS allowing for that, okay. and largely also I think our contingency reserve was already allocated, so I don't know where the money came from. So there's some things that I, I trust the DG on, on on his knowledge of public finance that he's stocking trade. But based on what we've seen so far, we haven't seen evidence of that. Okay. So I, I Russell, do think that we need to be a little bit more yeah. transparent sure, in the manner. Sure. In the manner, because you know this is all, we're building trust. Yes. And we yes. already entered this pandemic with low levels of trust. At a time where many of us are very, very anxious, and uh, Russell, I want to give an opportunity to the DG to respond, I guess, to some of the issues that you're raising, and maybe overlay sort of uh, two related issues. One. Uh, is this issue of, uh, I guess, local industrialization. And uh, I'm quite interested in, in the role of Gitla Pila, the state-owned pharmaceuticals company, if any, in this entire process uh, uh, from the DG. And uh, also, DG, if you could respond, I guess, uh, to some of the uh, issues that uh, Russell is raising around the timelines, but also, I guess, around the process that we'd have to follow. We've heard of a number bandied about 20 billion rand. It would, would be needed to vaccinate uh, the entire country. And I think many people in their homes are asking themselves, uh, uh, do we have enough money in the kitty and uh, even in the National Revenue Fund uh, for emergency purposes that would effectively cover that in one fell swoop? So that we balance that out and explain, mm. and the framework actually captures that. Sure. Yes, the target is, is, is actually catering for more, and I know the number can be anything between 22 and 26 billion, mm. and that we are aware. And as I say, where we sit as, as a treasury within the government system, we will make anything possible to ensure that we pay. Whether we raid the contingent reserve that I should say may not be there because, uh, you know, or whether we, 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 we prioritize or we raise the deficit or we tax, we will do that because this for me is an emergency. Sure. This for me, Absolutely. we have to save lives. And, and if we focus ourselves on that and, and, and leave, leave the issue about where the money is going to come from to us. Okay. We, we 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 we've, we've said it. We've said it many times. That 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 I have. A, that's what I do for a living. No, DJ, you know. My, I mean, my, I give you headaches all the time dead, uh, you know? about this. But when you say yeah. you'll find the money, I have faith that you'll find the money. We'll have to leave it there, gentlemen. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. No, and uh, okay, as you. always, a pleasure catching up with a pair of you, Dondo Mukhajani and Russell Rensberg from the National Treasury and uh, RAP, uh, uh, respectively speaking to us this evening. A bit over time, but uh, is already here, the man with the music, with you from 9 to midnight. Have yourself a great evening. Take strength, my Africa. Nangoku. Sisai banga. Le ekonomi.